Hey y'all, it's Cal. So, I'm actually not working today. Just chilling in my garage, working on a few projects. And I figured I would chime in on something that's been making the rounds a little bit. So, there's people that I watch that do commentary for the left that help keep me centered. You know, because there's a lot of... It's very easy to listen to conservatives talk about things. And some of their arguments aren't very deep. Some of them make a lot of sense, especially to, you know, the regular person, the regular everyday person, and my generation that, you know, just came from just having normal values, I guess. I say normal as in, like, not the new definition of racism. Like, I still prescribe to the old definition of racism. So, generally... When I listen to arguments, I'll listen to the right side argument first, and then I'll go and look out, look for the left side argument for it. And I look generally pretty deep for that. But there are some people on the left that I specifically uh, watch because of how deep I know that they think things through. You know, like they don't, they're not one of these emotional people that are just like, Oh, well, you know, whatever. The only downside is, is that these are the same people that they pretty much stay in their houses all day. They don't really have any real world experience. I mean, they do, but it's like they go to the nice areas of town. You know, they're well to do. You know, they, they don't really get out into the world and actually experience the world. And when they do, they're always surprised. You know what I mean? So I kind of take their opinions too with a grain of salt. They kind of live off of Wikipedia and, you know, studies they find online, which is fine to a degree, but a lot of times they make their arguments off of like one study or like, and you can, in any kind of academia, there is no such thing as somebody on the right. It's all left people. So, I mean, generally speaking, I want more than one study from somebody on the left showing a result and I want to see very similar results across all studies or else I'm not going to take that study to heart at all. Actual empirical data, I will trust the empirical data as long as it's coming from an official source. Now, there's people that I actually respect on the left that have chimed in on the whole voter ID thing over the past few months, even before the election. <clears throat> and I'm very surprised how stupid they think minorities are. I'm just straight up with it. Their arguments about against voter ID are basically like, oh, they're just making it harder for them to vote so they don't vote. So... Like, you do realize, like, in most places that you have to do voter ID, you can show, like, your birth certificate, you can show your social security card, you can show your license. You can show pretty much any identification you have to prove that it's you to vote, you know? Um, just the same way that, like, if you go get a pack of smokes, you have to show your ID most places. You go get a drink, you have to show your ID. You know, you go get lighter fluid, you have to show your ID. There's a lot of things you have to show your ID to prove your age. Not, not to prove your identity, but prove your age. And then they never have a problem with that. It's like, these motherfuckers think that it's hard for someone to find the DMV? I mean, for fuck's sake. I mean, maybe it's just my town, but there's literally a bus stop in front of every DMV within 20 miles of my city. There's three DMVs. Every single one of them has a fucking bus stop in front of it. So even if you don't have a car, you can get on a fucking bus. 
And every motherfucker's got a, straight, a, a smartphone and has access to the internet. I don't know a single person in this city that does not have some type of phone or access to the internet. And Google is an amazing thing. So if you really need to know where something is or how to do something, or oh man, I've never, I've never taken the bus before. Motherfucker, trust me, if you're low income... And if you're a minority in my town, you're going to be knowing how to take the bus. You've taken the bus before. You know, unless your parents were hardworking and they just coddled you and then you got out and moved in with some other girl that just coddles you. You know, I mean, which seems to be the case in a lot of scenarios, but whatever. They seriously think they're fucking retarded. I don't understand. Like, honestly, I was like, I'm a white dude. If I was black and I heard this shit, I'd be like screaming at him. It's like, you really think I'm fucking stupid? Like, what part of, like, you really must, you're trying, you're digging deep. You're trying to find any reason whatsoever to sit there and say, oh, well, you know, they, they need, look, if I vote for somebody, I want it to count that I voted for that person. I want it registered that it is my vote, me personally, not somebody else voting for that person or somebody else. It's an integrity thing. You know, and obviously, which we saw from the last election, it's a really good idea to have voter integrity. It's a really good idea to make sure everybody's happy that the results were correct. Hell, the last three, what? It was 2000, all the way back to freaking Al Gore and George Bush has been, oh, well, I think the ballots were wrong or we need a recount here. We need a recount there. There's always some type of allegation of something going fucking wrong. And it's only been getting worse. And this last time was the worst one. And there's like, oh, well, let's just make it more, more, more lax so that we can just mail them out to everybody. Fuck it, right? You know, so, I mean, every single election will just be like, well, um, we're not 100% sure if it's legit or not. Mm. And don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I'm not one of those in this last election that think that... Um, you know, enough votes were fucked with to overturn the results. I don't think that. But there was fraud. 100% there was fraud. I've seen enough reports, and I've seen enough evidence, there was fraud. And the fact that there's any fraud, that there's any voter votes that are being disenfranchised at all, means that it needs to be tighter restrictions and more security around the vote. Not less. That's just inviting disaster. It's like... who. I don't, I, I, I literally went down a couple pegs in the respect for the guys that I have on the left that kind of keep me centrist. I really did in this whole notion. You know, it's like, like, what is the fucking problem? Why are you pissing on fucking minorities the way you are? You know, it's like, oh, well, yeah, you make it harder for them. Why is it harder for them specifically? Why is it harder for them specifically? You know, I know plenty of guys I don't really know any Hispanics, but I know plenty of black dudes that are very, very into the local community here. And trust me, they know where to vote. And the people that they talk to to try to get them to vote generally just don't give a fuck. They just don't give a fuck. They don't care. They're like, whatever. It doesn't matter. Okay. So why do we keep on making excuses for the people that just don't care? And then they want to lower the voting age to 16. I know only some people have been kicking that idea around, but Jesus Christ. 
Like, to be honest with you, and this is something that maybe a lot of people don't understand. If you're in this country, right, and you have skin in the game, you should have a vote. And what I mean skin in the game, I mean you're paying taxes. I mean you're contributing to society, you know, by paying, paying taxes or working in the community or whatever, however you. Even if you're a damn gas station attendant, you're contributing to society. Most 16-year-old kids nowadays, especially middle-class ones, don't even get a job until they're out of college. So why in the hell with someone that doesn't even have any job experience, that's literally just being a drain on society because they're getting paid to be going through school, get to vote on shit they have absolutely no first world first-hand experience with. All they have is what gets pushed into their heads by their professors and their teachers, which 90% of it seems to be more the leftist shit or communism. It's like, and I guess I heard a, a, the fucking bar, the fucking bar just keeps on start, keeps moving farther and farther away. I heard the other day that you're not really somebody on the left if you believe in com- capitalism. And I don't know, the guys that I listen to on the left that keep me centrist are all like capitalists. Well, except for one. One guy isn't a capitalist. But everybody else is like, they think capitalism is a whole lot better than communism. And for the correct reasons, too. That communism, just like fascism, has resulted in millions of people dying. So, uh, I swear to God, uh, this past two years has, like, is making me gonna have a freaking aneurysm. It really is. The pain in the ass part about it, especially things like voter ID and whatnot, is all you ever hear on TV or online is people that get paid to sit around all day and talk about the shit and think about it. No first world experience, no out of the box experience, no like like me. I work a forty hour a week job, and I'm telling you right now that. The people that aren't voting just don't give a fuck. It's not that they don't know where to. God knows Facebook makes it very clear where to where to vote. Yeah, I mean, hell, they're even advertising my local elections right now. You know, even though I'm in a completely blue state, they're still advertising my local elections. They make it very clear where to go. You know, so I mean, I, I the, so when so many people hold your hand. To do something. If you need that many people to hold your hand to do something, there's something more wrong. Okay? Like, don't get me wrong. I'm not one of those people that think that... I'm not some of those people on the far freaking right that think that, like, certain minorities are just, like, freaking animals and they're just wild and fucking crazy and shit like that. And it's just their fucking nature. I'm not on that level. But all I ever hear from the left is that minorities are less than... All the explanations they give is that minorities are less than. They have less. They're less. They're less. Everything about them is less. And yet, the people on the left are screaming at the people on the right, saying the people on the right are white supremacists. Then why are you white people screaming that the minorities are less? Why are you sitting there on a freaking pedestal trying to talk for other minorities? You don't think they can talk for themselves? You know? I mean, seriously, like from a psychological standpoint, if you think about it, 
this is like some Death Note type of long game shit, you know? And I'm not one for conspiracy theories, but I mean, check it, just reason with me here. And I've said this before on this podcast that I really believe that there are, that, it, that the, the people on the left that push uh, intersectionality, postmodernism, the fucking um, uh, identity, identity politics, all that, I really believe they're white supremacists at heart. The big guys that introduced the idea, you know, the, the, the big players that introduced the idea, they figured out a way to logic it to people so that it would make sense and they'd still be in control. You know how I many interviews that I've seen from police officers that were like in Portland or other big cities that, you know, were trying to handle the riots last year or even the protests last year? And they'd have like a, a white protester come up and, and talk to them from the left. And it'd be like a black officer or a Hispanic officer. And then they'd say, it's like, well, within two seconds of them trying to talk, you know, and have a dialogue and be cool with each other. Some white dude in a black mask would come up and say, no, you can't talk to them. Talking to the protester. It's like, okay, so, you know, olive branch here. No, we don't want an olive branch. Okay. Like, even if it's a black protester trying to talk to a black cop, white dude comes up and says, no, you can't talk to him. Oh, so you can't, they're, they're basically telling you, no, your voice doesn't count. Your voice doesn't fucking matter. You are supposed to sit in your place and act like you're a damn invalid for your entire fucking life. Now, I'm so glad most of my friends I grew up with, there are some stragglers, especially nowadays with everything that's going on. Most of my friends I grew up with that were, you know, minorities or whatever. We never really looked at each other that way, aside from ripping on each other for racial stereotypes, and that's just funny shit. It's like, I don't know. Some of the jokes that we that we played on each other, they were pretty funny, but I'm not putting them on here because God knows the wrong person hears this podcast, and they're going to be like, oh my God! You're a this and that. Oh, but fuck, whatever, dude. You know, we're friends. We're joking around in private. Never hurt anybody's feelings. God knows I got ragged on so much. So much. I'm Polish. So <laughs> there's plenty of shit to rag on me for. God knows all the Polak jokes out there. And I heard them all, trust me. But no, it's, I'm glad that most of them didn't fall prey to the shit. I'm glad that most of them got out there and they made something of themselves. Some, like, a, like me, I'm a 40-hour week worker. I used to own my own business. But my business partners kind of fucked me over. But you turn around to this. Oh, wait, I can fucking go the wrong one. God, my brain went the wrong way on that one. Holy shit. Apologize. It's been a long day. Happy Easter, by the way. No, I used to have my own business, but my business partners fucked me over on that. So I turn around to, to the guys I grew up with. It's like my buddy Quincy, he's in freaking Chicago. He owns a shit ton of real estate. I mean, he's not enjoying it in Chicago at the moment. He's kind of like fled. He's staying with his mom on the south side right now. But it's like uh, he uh, he made some of himself. He makes a lot of money. And it's like, and, and don't get me wrong, he's not staying at his, his mom's because something happened with his, with his real estate or because of money. It's just he went there because the crime is through the fucking roof. 
because, you know, Lori Lightfoot decided to sit there and say, well, you know, because there's no guns allowed in Chicago, period, for regular people. But that doesn't matter because the criminals still get guns because they don't follow the laws, you know. That's kind of how it works. So, uh, you know, with all the shootings, and his, his mom still lives in a bad area of town, so he's there basically held up, armed, and ready to protect her and his cousin. So, I mean, that's cool on him. I applaud him for doing that. But back to the original point, uh, I'm glad they got out. I'm glad they didn't fall prey to it. You know, I got a couple friends now that are just so enthralled with, yes, yes, I'm such the victim. And all they do all day is sit around and play video games. They're 32, 33, 34 years old, and all they do is sit at their, in their fucking mother's basement or their girlfriend's living room and play video games all day and bitch about life. It's like, get out and try to do something. So many people are like, they just don't want to try. They don't want to try. They think they don't need to try. It's fucking sad. It's really fucking sad. You know, a lot of people dig on freaking people like Candace Owens and all that. And, you know, I don't agree with everything Candace Owens says because there is some shit that's just straight up fucked up when it comes to how black people are treated in society. But if that was true all around the board, people from Nigeria wouldn't make it at all. But yet they're right up there with Asians. Immigrants from Nigeria are just as successful on on average than Asians. So, and Asians are more successful than white people. So, I mean, really, in a white supremacist society, if this was a white supremacist society in which the white people are supposed to be the creme de la creme, top de la, to, to the top, then why are these immigrants, why would they ever allow immigrants to come into this country? Why would they ever allow any other race to come into this country and succeed? <laughs> it's, it's like it's like I really hope maybe one day, maybe one day somebody will actually happen across this podcast and listen to this and have opposite views. Or maybe they're in the middle of the fence or whatever. Or maybe they've just been listening to the wrong people and they're like, man, this motherfucker makes sense. I mean, I can only hope for that, right? I can only hope for that. I don't know. I it, it's just tough, man. It, it, it's tough seeing people that I know and I care about, you know, that I grew up with, treat each other the way they do. It's really, really horrifying. Uh, it's really bad. So like I said before, my girlfriend works at a bar. And she's had to break up more fights this year because of political disagreements than anything else. And the funny thing was, and don't get me wrong, my girlfriend, she's more center-right, I'm more center-left. The funny thing was, is she'd explain the arguments, and the people on the left were the ones that got violent and would start swinging on the people that were, you know, either defending Trump or just had a different view than them, that was, then they maybe they didn't like Trump either, but they had a different view than them. The people on the left were always the most violent. And it's like, I try to be centrist, I try to stay, uh, stay center left, but goddamn, dude, y'all are trying to make it hard. You're making it very hard, because I am against violence, 100 fucking percent against violence. 
I don't want any of it. I don't want to see it. I don't want to hear about it. Anyway, I'm just on a rant now. But yeah, basically the, the, the voter ID thing is just, it, it boggles my fucking mind. I mean, how hard is it? You have a license, right? You have a license. I mean, how hard would it be for the government, whatever it might be, say, hey, yo, Facebook, do us a favor. Tell people to take a picture of their ID and submit it to like a private server of theirs, right? And this will work great because God knows Facebook wants everybody's information anyway, so fuck it. So just have them do that. They submit it to the server. The person with the name, picture, and address will be mailed the ballot. How fucking easy is that? Wow! That's... Holy shit. I think I just broke everyone's fucking brain. And I can see, yeah, you wouldn't want to do it through Facebook or something like that. But, I mean, really... What doesn't have Facebook, what information doesn't Facebook doesn't have on people? Because even if you don't have a Facebook profile, they have a shadow profile of yours. I don't know how many people realize that. Because, like, if you have friends that have Facebook and they've had taken pictures with you around or even you're in the pictures or something like that, they'll try to tag you so they'll put your name. It won't actually have a name, a tag in it, but somewhere out there, Facebook tracks. There's somebody named Justin, somebody named John, somebody named Steve, somebody named Jenny was in this picture and this picture. And they know this person and that person. And then they can look it up online and say, okay, well, a relative of this person, that person, this person is also named Steve or Jack or Jenny. Okay. So they put all that together and they make a profile for you. And then it's like, the funny thing is, is if they ever do make a Facebook profile, half their information is already filled out for them. Like, welcome to being, being a nerd. The, Facebook already has all the shit. So it doesn't, it's not like it really fucking matters. Like, how hard would that be? It wouldn't be hard. You know, you want to vote? Take a picture of your ID. They get the picture. They see the, the address. They send you your sit. Or even better, every ID has a scan barcode in the back, right? Well, take Facebook. There's a little scan. You don't want your picture in there. You don't want all that shit. Scan it. All your information's on that barcode. Boom, boom. It'll get mailed to your house. Easy. I don't see why it's hard. And any argument you'd have against what I just said would have to do with like, well, you you don't want it to happen that way because you'd like illegal immigrants or people that aren't registered or people that you know, people that maybe don't have a home right now or whatever. Okay, fine. If you have a house, wherever you were registered at last time you had your ID, like that, that's one of the basic things. If you have an ID, you have it registered someplace. You know, if you're a homeless person and you still want to, still actually want to get out there and vote, you know, how hard would it be to have like, fuck, they spend enough money on everything else, have a freaking kiosk they can go up to, they can enter their information in it. Pop out and be like, who do you want to vote for? This person. Boom. Done. And that way it'd be registered nationally. You wouldn't have to worry about anybody else using your name. Anyway. I'm done ranting. I got to change the oil in my girlfriend's car and then run it down to her, have a couple of drinks and 
trying to chill for the night. Y'all have a great rest of your Easter weekend, which I'm sure no one will listen to this until way after Easter weekend, but whatever. Um, so cheers and shit. Peace.